high performance life, helping you to perform at peak levels in every area of your life. Here's your host, Chris Sperling. Aaron, we had a great conversation with Dave Kempert, who is the Director of Physical Therapy and Sports Medicine out at the Bone and Joint Clinic this week. And Dave goes into basically the mental aspect of, of treatment, sports, things of that nature, and actually coming back from certain injuries. Yeah. Uh, it, it's more than just the physical aspect. There becomes a mental aspect of it, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, know, I remember, Chris, when we started talking about this podcast coming up, how you said you want it to be high-performance life covering everything. As, right. far, as far as high performance goes right and i my mental was the first thing to pop in my mind you know you got to have mental high performance or you're not gonna have any other high performance right you, you could be as fit as a fiddle and be sluggish uh drowsy whatever if you're mentally not functioning properly you're not going to function properly any other way right and dave goes into that on this episode he actually gives a couple of examples of how that mental aspect can actually hold you back and how to overcome that so yeah. this, this is going to be a fabulous one to listen to and listen to his expertise in this field yeah and i was thrilled when you said we were going to be talking to him again because like i said the first time we had him on i just love being around the guy he, oh, he's got that solid. magnetism that is yeah. just, he's just fun to be around he's solid solid guy yeah so listen in with Dave Kempert. Dave is the uh, Director of Rehabilitation Services at Bone and Joint Institute. Uh, he's a former college All-American and NFL offensive lineman with 10 years of experience. Dave has uh, been providing rehabilitation services to the elite athletes and high school athletes and everyone around Franklin and Williamson County. And uh, He's certified in blood flow restriction, dry kneeling. So, uh, Dave, welcome. Uh, Thank you. Thanks for having me. What we'd like to talk to you now, and Dave, just, to, you know, why don't you expand a little bit? Because we, we get the physical aspect of, of the, the therapy. Uh, obviously, you're you're doing certain uh, procedures. The doctors are doing procedures. You're uh, treating the patients, getting them stronger. But there's also a mental side to this uh, physical therapy and sports medicine. And and you had we had talked earlier. I'm, just expand on that a little bit, because in your professional career, you, you had that hit hit you pretty hard correct i did yeah, yeah. And, and 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 just like with you know with rehab or, or if i go back to my sports career um so much of of how you prepare yourself for what you're going into can make mm -hmm. all the difference in the world and sometimes you figure it out ahead of time and it's great other times you you learn as you go and other times you, you learn after you're already done with the situation right yeah. and it happens to us whether it's our personal lives or our sporting lives or somebody's going through rehab but um it's it's really really important for me to, to kind of reflect back and, and it, sometimes I guess to some people it might sound like meatheadish but the the lessons I learned from football mm -hmm. have, have always carried through to how I'm a parent how I try to, to treat myself and, and and handle my work how I try to hopefully engage my staff um, and and be a, be an example to them and you know I think you know I, I came from a small high school in, in Missoula Montana and, and was never supposed to be the guy who was first picked on the football team or the you know the guy that was going to be right. a starter and, and and worked my way up to a starter and then it was well you're not going to be the guy that, that probably gets a scholarship and, and I was blessed enough to get a scholarship at University of Montana and then I came in and said boy if you're going to make it you better grow and you better eat and I mean I had coaches <laughs> you know scraping food on my plate when I was already full like boy you got to beef up and I was always kind of this underdog kind of guy but luckily, I, I, you know, through my parents, what's instilled in, in, in me and my faith and who I thought I could be. And, 
uh, I'd always kind of kept pushing and kept driving and, and tried not to listen to that stuff. And, and obviously you have good days and bad days with that, but, but got to the point where all of a sudden was, was getting to play in the university of Montana. And, and then one day I'm at practice and, and there's a guy from the Buffalo bills there. And I'm like, Oh, who's here? Who's he here to see? And coach like you idiot. He's here to see you. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I, I never really looked at myself in that light. And I know right. people talked about it, but I didn't really buy into it. And and boy, that that'll make you a little nervous at practice. By the way, <laughs> I bet now, you know, now you know you go and you're like, man, this this could be a reality. And then so I, I never got drafted, but I ended up going free agent to to the Seattle Seahawks, and uh, again was an underdog, and and got there and and honestly had realized that my mind shift had changed. Even though when I was an underdog before, I was going to get it. I was going to go attack it. I was going to I was going to get there and become that starter and become this guy that got a scholarship. And then when I got to Seattle, I got there and and really had realized that. I didn't realize that at first, but I'd become trying not to mess up, try to not make a mistake, try to not lose, which is completely different than turning around and saying, I'm going to go win. Hmm. And I think in my life earlier, I had that, that, yeah, you go ahead and doubt me and see what happens because I'm going to prove you wrong. And then I realized you've changed your mindset. What's gone wrong with you? And it took me a while to work through this. And in some ways you don't even realize you're doing it right. Right. But, but I got to the point where I'm like, go, go play ball. Like you're a kid again. Hmm. Yeah, have fun. Well, yeah. I mean, the only reason you're doing it is to have fun. I, you know, everybody worried. You know, oh, this could be your career. And this could be your money. I came from Missoula, Montana. I played at a small high school. I was an undersized offensive lineman. You know, I used to wear like triple extra large flannels, trying to make myself look bigger <laughs> than I was, because I was always the undersized guy, and 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 wanted to, you know, prove that I could do this. And 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 I got there and I said, just go have fun and start playing ball again. And and again, it didn't. It, I didn't make a million dollars. I bounced around, I did three teams in four years. I never became the guy. I held a lot of clipboards on sidelines and things, <laughs> but I got further than I ever thought I would. Sure. But I, but I look back now and say, man, I'm, I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I changed my mindset because mm-hmm. now I can live with it and I can say, sure, I didn't, I didn't, didn't make the Hall of Fame, but, but I took myself to the level that I never thought I, I could have got and I had a blast doing it. But, it's, but it was interesting, you just saying that you changed your whole mindset. Mm-hmm. And that did it. Did it change the way you played? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. And again, it didn't make me a starter, but it's the best ball I ever played. And it was fun. And I had a blast doing it. And I met great guys. And I think that that's what we're trying to portray here to the, to the listeners, the parents, the the athletes is just have some fun with it. Yeah. And yeah. it's you're you're gonna you're gonna miss that block. You're you're not gonna score every goal. You're gonna, mm-hmm. but just go have fun. Yeah. And you and I talked earlier in 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 how it carries over to your professional life and even your family life is 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 go after it have some fun figure out you know i always tell my kids all the time figure out what you love and then figure out a way to make money at it <laughs> and if you change your mind guess what change your mind yeah. that's okay absolutely it, no one no one's saying you, you your your decision at 12 has got to be your decision at 18 has got to be your decision at 40 yeah you know right and and i saw too many guys in the sporting world get locked into a, a game that they really didn't love anymore but they were supposed to be a football player. Right. My dad wanted me a football player. Right. Oh, that's my scholarship. I, I don't want to lose my scholarship. Right. And so then you, you, they have to make their decisions. But I saw a lot of guys do things, and they were miserable doing it because mm. they didn't want to be there. And you can see people, I mean, it's the same thing. People working a job they hate for 30 years, Yeah. you know, because they're trying to be responsible. And, and you, you, you know, you have to weigh out what your responsibilities are and when's the sure. right time to make a move. But, um, but the football thing carries over to my professional life all the time because it's just like – missing a block and deciding, hey, what am I going to do? Am I yeah. gonna say, is, that, is that missed block going to define who I am as a player? Right. Do I just go in the tank and say, well, guess I'm not good enough? Or do I go back and I watch a little more film? Yeah. Do, I, do I work on my technique? You know. And, and a great example for me was, I don't know a lot of people, This is I'm going to date myself a little bit, but Jackie Slater was a Hall of Fame offensive tackle for the Rams back in the day. Mm-hmm. 
and I was sitting in my dorm room. I was at the, this is my second team in two years. I got cut from Seattle, picked up by the Rams, and I was in camp the next year. And I get this knock on my door, and it's right about a half hour before lights out in the dorm rooms, and and they're pretty strict about lights out when they they want you looking good in camp the next day. Sure. And I get this knock on my door, and I'm like, golly, everybody's playing video games or already asleep or trying to hydrate, eat a little more because you're just so worn out. And I open the door, and here's this giant beast of a man, Jackie Slater, who still looks like he could could have played. Yeah. And he goes, what are you doing? I said, Mr. Slater, hey, Dave, Dave Kemper. You know, I'm, in, I'm introduced myself. He's, I know who you are. He goes, I watched you today. He goes, what are you doing? I said, well, I, you know, doing a little reading. I said, nah. What do you mean, nah? You shouldn't be reading. You should be working on your technique. I said, hmm. You know what I was doing? He goes, I'm not going to lie. He goes, I was a lot better than you, Dave Kempert. I said, I, I don't doubt that, Mr. Slater. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, let's go grab some guys. He goes, I'll show you what I used to be doing at this time of night. And so he grabbed a couple of rookie offensive linemen. We went to one guy's room. I think we went back to my room, actually. And he goes, let's work on your pass sets. Let's work on your first steps. Hmm. Let's talk about the game a little bit. Let's talk about body position, hip angles. And he goes, he goes, if I was doing this, he goes, you guys could be doing this. He goes, and, and he, he was a bull guy. Yeah. He goes, I was a lot better than you. He goes, I will still work on this every night. He goes, is it going to serve you to sit there and do a little reading tonight? Maybe. It's going to help you to relax your brain a little bit. Sure, he goes. But he goes, every night, five, ten minutes, he goes, if I walk down this room, I knock on the door. He goes, I want to see that you guys are doing some pass sets. You're working on the little things. Wow. And you make yourself better. And that's something that's always stuck with me because I don't care if it's 30 seconds or you spend hours doing something just reevaluating yourself looking back and saying you know and it doesn't have to be a stressful thing it doesn't mean you failed right it's just looking at your your ability to say is there a way i could have done that a little bit better is there something i could have passed on to one of my staff today yeah that somebody was having a bad day and said hey you know what maybe you need a little break why don't you take a half hour to go do that you know yeah and and, and just to let yourself recenter let yourself look back and, and say evaluate it and say man that's not a failure that's a growth opportunity well, what a what a great thing for Jackie just to be able to come behind and be a mentor. Yeah, yeah. You know, this kind of guy was. He was yeah, great. Uh, you know, but it's especially on a no name out of Montana, right? Like, <laughs> I, I remember calling. My, I, I'm not gonna lie. I called my dad. I'm like, you're not gonna believe who was here, and, and and this guy came in. I said, and he he knows I'm I'm a guy out of Montana just scraping by trying to make the team and try and get seen, and he spent time on me. And my dad's like, yeah, that's, that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Well, obviously, he saw something in you. Well, you know, a guy need a lot of work, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I, I remember seeing you back in the playing days. You were a big, you weren't you weren't an undersized lineman. I'll say. Well, that. I, yeah, it, that took a lot of work. But I remember I got to to two eighty five in college. It took me all five years to get to two eighty five because I'm really not a big frame guy. I'm like six four, but I'm not I'm not a big thick bone broad right. shoulder guy. And, you look like you could still play, but, <laughs> well, a, but a different position. Yeah, yeah, something different now. But I remember. Um, uh, finally getting like 285 and thinking like man now it's a good way i feel good and and here i end up going for agent and, and they're like yeah you got to gain another 20 and i'm like guys i don't think that's possible <laughs> it took me five like, we got ways of putting it on you yeah, and, yeah. and it was just i mean the workouts and the, the the training table was brutal but yeah it's they find ways to get weight on you yeah well you know just in today you know we we wanted to bring that mental aspect to this podcast just because as, as athletes um we you know, everybody tries, you know, to, to set the, the bar a little higher. Mm -hmm. And when that bar, that goal is not met, you know, we, it's not failure. It's yeah. you never fail. You learn from it or you win. Yeah. So with today's podcast in this, this mental aspect, we just wanted to bring that to our listeners. They, hey, it's, it's okay. And it's coming from a professional, you, not just, you know, from a playing day, but from a clinical aspect. Because you've got patients that walk in your clinic every day, yeah. that 
you know they've got issues going on in their life and they're there to do therapy yeah and some some of the issues have nothing to do you know it's, it's right. like that saying like hey just always kind of try and see behind behavior yeah you got people come in and and you know it's very easy to be like well that that guy's in a bad mood already man i'm here to help you and what, what's the problem here and and you gotta think i mean there could be something personal going on i mean obviously they're hurting or they're there for a reason they don't want to be there nobody wants to be in rehab and and so for us to do any kind of education and sometimes you know it could be you know you got an engineer and they want to boy they want to know the details of the surgery and that's how you're going to get them at ease yeah so if you recognize that you give them details on the surgery because that's what they eat up and they love it some people just want to be loved on some people don't want to talk about the surgery right some people just want somebody to put a smile on their face because they're hurting you yeah. know right and so that's the the tricky part of the job is is to try and identify early on what's important to this person you know and make some kind of a personal connection right off the bat mm-hmm. um and then that can help drive you to helping them reach their goals yeah and 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 i think that's the 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 part of it too is is, is when people are going through a rough time where it's a physical thing or, or a mental thing the 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 mental aspect of getting yourself to kind of recenter a little bit look at it and say yep this is a bad time right now but i'm going to surround myself with good thoughts good energy i'm going to surround myself with people who can help me here and mm-hmm. and, and, and in the case of an injury it's it's going to be a physical therapist or your doctor, your physician, or you know. Right. Um, in the case of a of a ball player, it could be a teammate. You yeah. Know? Could be it could be you luck out and Jackie Slater knocks on your door. You know. But, <laughs> That's awesome. But 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 looking for those people and 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 we all need people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we get in bad spots, we tend to we tend to go internal, right? Yep. We're like, man, I'm hurting, and I don't want to complain to my wife about how bad I hurt. Right. Or I don't want to tell my kids my back's hurting because they they don't care. You know. And and. And it's, you know, we got to realize like, it's okay. And you have to do what's comfortable with you and you have to know, but look for those people that you know that you can surround yourself with because we all need people. We all need encouragement. Yeah. And and whether it's you're getting it through the the word, if you're, a, you know, a Christian person or, or you're getting it through your neighbor or you just remember to get on the floor and play with your kids just because you need to laugh that day. Like get your energy, get your, right. your, you know, encouragement when you can and don't be afraid to look for that. Quit, you know, quit trying to handle everything on your own yeah. sometimes. Well, I have thoroughly enjoyed you being on our show today and uh, uh, just again our listeners this is uh, Dave Kempert he's the director of uh, rehab and physical therapy out at the Bone and Joint Institute out in Franklin uh, again just tell them Dave where you're, where you're located you've got a new clinic opening up at uh, yeah Tol- we, so we have a toll gate clinic that's going to be open up on September 4th um, okay. down in Thompson Station and uh, we also have the main clinics on Williamson Medical Center's campus um, and that's at 3000 Edward Curd Lane I would highly recommend you give Dave a call. Uh, he's fantastic. Uh, he'll work the mental and physical aspects. <laughs> but uh, we really appreciate it. You're, you're just a class act, good good person, and uh, I would highly recommend uh, people giving you a call well, if, if they're hurting. Same for you. I appreciate <laughs> right. it, man. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Thanks for joining us today and, and listening to Dave Kempert's uh, expertise and just the whole mental aspect of this, uh, you know, kind of the sports arena and how you overcome injuries and things of that nature. We are excited that he's on. And, and again, we, we foresee him being on several more episodes. Aaron, what was some things you took away from this? You know, I went into this conversation excited to, to, to just absorb and, and take notes of the, you know, and when he was discussing, we have this conception of how we're supposed to perform how our body's supposed to perform Mm -hmm. but sometimes things happen and our bodies don't perform like we want them to you know when he was talking about that and how to come back from that mentally and how to restart you Mm -hmm. know your mental attitude yep that's that's just 
fire in the hole for me. I love it. I'll be thinking about that. I'll never forget it. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. It was an awesome time. That does it for this episode. If you would go to our social media outlet, Aaron, can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, just go to our show notes. You can uh, click on the podcast, however you listen to this show, whether it's Apple Podcast or uh, Google Play or however. And the show notes are going to be links to our social media and our website. Both of those are, are great ways to get in touch with us. As a matter of fact, social media, probably Facebook is going to be your easiest outlet to get in touch with us. So just drop us a line, leave us a comment, leave us a note. Maybe there's a, a episode you have in mind that you think uh, we'd like to cover. Please let us know. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to High Performance Life with Chris Sperling. Listen each week and raise your level of performance in each area of your life. Thanks for listening. 